Hello everyone, this is ReVGM, a video game music podcast about music that has been rearranged, reorchestrated, and remade. I am your host, Martyrus, and this week's episode actually puts a spotlight on something that's been happening in the month of May, known as Mental Health Awareness Month, commemorated by an organization known as Mental Health America. It brings awareness to mental health and how to treat mental illnesses such as depression, anxiety, PTSD, and disorders such as eating, personality, and psychotic. The pandemic has certainly made mental health an issue for most people. The most prominent being isolation due to keeping distance from other people, separating others with a mask or a plastic barrier, and ultimately having to quarantine themselves for several days at a time. And because of isolation, people can experience a variety of issues mentally, such as feeling depressed about not being able to meet with people or even to talk with them face-to-face, or anxiety because there's a sense of no control about what's going on in their own little world. And these things can affect a person's normal routine, changing their eating habits to cope with a loss or something missing in their lives, changing their personality so much so to feel very fearful and anxious about other people. And being isolated, a person may be talking to themselves or hearing voices in their head that may get them into situations that could prove harmful or out of situations that could have definitely helped them in the long run. It has been said before, and perhaps ad nauseum, that it's important to have family and friends nearby to help you through these issues. Unfortunately for some people, they may have trouble talking to them, or even to bring out their own problems because they feel ashamed, or that they feel too proud to work it out themselves. So these people will use coping mechanisms to either mask the issue or just to forget about the issue altogether. It could be as simple as going shopping, you know, going to a Starbucks to get your favorite drink, or as complex as just simply staying at home in your room all alone, you know, only communicating through your mobile device or through chat on the internet. And most people on the outside will dismiss it as something weird and destructive. Maybe even to comment under the breath that it's just an unusual behavior, it's a phase, they'll grow out of it. But thankfully, it's those very few astute people that will come in, sit down with you, and actually ask, how are you feeling today? And for most people, Being simply asked that question can help them open up about their thoughts and feelings and what's going on. And in turn, it may lead to finding professional help as well. If there's a way to get rid of the stigma and the shame of having a mental illness, surely people will feel confident and safe in seeking professional help. And for some, it may even curb those suicidal thoughts. I could talk on and on about mental health, but I'm sure you're curious to know what tracks I've chosen in regards. So let's begin with our first original track. This comes from the game Persona 5, one of my favorites. 
developed by P Studio, published by Altus in Japan, Altus USA in North America, and Deep Silver in the PAL regions for the PlayStation 3 and 4. This is The Days When My Mother Was There, composed and arranged by Shoji Muguro.
and welcome back. That was The Days When My Mother Was There, composed and arranged by Shoji Maguro. A quick summary for those who have never heard of the game Persona 5. It's a Japanese RPG game about a group of teenagers who have this ability to go into the metaverse and thus enter people's thoughts and minds, known as their palace. And it's in this palace where they try to find this treasure, something that this person values a lot. One of these palaces belongs to a teenager named Futaba Sakura. Now, each person's palace is unique to them, according to their personality and what their thoughts and feelings are. For Futaba, her palace is a pyramid called the Pyramid of Wrath. And as you explore the pyramid, you start to learn about Futaba's depression and self-loathing, and also the cause of this as well through a variety of hieroglyphs and pictures. A bit of a spoiler warning for those who have never played the game, or have not gotten far. You learn that Futaba's mother was involved in a car accident, and that she left a suicide note. And it's because of this suicide note that Futaba feels very guilty for what happened. This guilt has led to self-loathing, and because of the self-loathing, it's caused her to be the shut-in that she is at this moment, hardly going out at all, and only communicating with the world through her mobile device and through her computer. The track you just heard plays inside the pyramid as you explore, and you try to take care of the situation and eventually try to get her to reveal her treasure. And what exactly is her treasure? I'm afraid you're going to have to play the game and find out. In the meantime, let's listen to our first remix track, titled Persona 5 The Days When My Mother Was There Sleeping Forest Remix by Sleeping Forest.
Welcome back. That was Persona 5, The Days When My Mother Was There, Sleeping Forest Remix by Sleeping Forest. In contrast to the original track's jazzy mood, this remix shreds hard like a noisy lawnmower. Instead of being quiet and introspective, it screams loudly and rages in a chaotic manner. You get the sense of just so many things that are going on happening all at once. There's just no time to take stock of it and to figure out where to go from here. And I have to admit personally, that's how I felt with the passing of my mother. I mean, things were happening so fast, I just couldn't take the time to figure out what's the next step. And with all the things that happened as a result, I just felt like I was out of control and I had no way of taking the reins and, you know, justifying what's going on. Several weeks have passed and I've been able to take some time to think back about what I was feeling and what I was going through. I have to admit, though, that I still feel guilty for what's happened and now I just have this sense of justice to reconcile the sins that have been foisted upon during this event. Some may think that this is too much of a burden you're trying to put on your shoulders, and you're right. You know, I, I feel this great responsibility to take care of everything and anything that's happening as a result of her passing. But I realize, or at least I'm coming to realize that, you know, not everything has to be on my shoulders. And in certain cases, that some things are not my fault, and therefore I should dismiss them. Like Futaba, I had to find a way to cope with it, and perhaps the most unhealthy way of doing it was keeping it to myself. It has been suggested I should see a therapist because of this, and I have to admit, I probably should. Only because I've just been going through and just taking care of this and that, but I haven't been really taking care of myself. And speaking of taking care of things, let's go ahead and take care of this second original track from the game Night in the Woods, developed by Infinite Fall and Secret Lab, published by Finji for the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, Microsoft Windows, Apple macOS and mobile iOS, and Linux. This is the title track composed by Alec Haloka.
And welcome back. That was the title track composed by Alec Haloka. Night in the Woods is an adventure game in which you take on the role of Margaret May Borowski, a 20-year-old who unfortunately dropped out of college and decides to return to her home of Possum Springs in the hopes of gaining some normalcy in her life. As you explore Possum Springs and the surrounding area, you'll meet several of her friends. Depending upon who you hang out with and how often, you'll get to see their storyline. So, of course, if you want to see every storyline, you'll have to play the game repeatedly. As the days go on, May experiences several dreams, and these dreams, for some strange reason, make her depressed and affect her mental health overall. You also learn later that May experiences this condition called Depersonalization Disorder, also known as Depersonalization Derealization Disorder, or DPDR. This disorder affects people who feel disconnected or detached from themselves, and feel like they're an outside observer of what's going on, with no control over their thoughts or actions. Some who have this condition may perceive things as being hazy, surreal, and visually distorted. In the case of May, when she experiences such an episode, all she sees are shapes. As a result, this leaves May feeling depressed, being unable to interact with people and the world around her. The story is very interesting, and I have to admit I am interested in playing the game when I have a chance. In the meantime, let's go to our second remix track, this time a cover called NITW Title Theme Cover by Coella Kant.
and we're back. That was the cover of the title theme from the game Night in the Woods by Coella Cant. I want to say that this cover retains much of the original track's mood. Because of May's mental disorder, you can hear the dissonance that she experiences in the game. It's, it's chaotic, it's erratic, it's uneven, and it feels very much off. You do sense some order of how the track and this cover are put together and composed, but it still forces you to experience how erratic things sound. Personally, I've experienced these feelings of disassociation for myself. It was when my dad had passed away, and throughout the whole week, I was set apart for myself. At least that's what it felt like. Like, I was just above myself, observing what my body was doing and what it was saying. And I have to admit that it was a great feeling because I didn't have to deal with the immediate emotions that were going through as we were going through the funeral and then finally the burial. However, a week after his burial, when I felt like I was back in myself, I was suddenly overloaded with all these feelings that I experienced outside of myself during the whole process it was overwhelming and you know at, at one moment I was like damn what am I supposed to do this is just too much for me I guess it's uh, safe to say that I, in a sense I'm still dealing with it um, I am dealing I am getting over it but you know perhaps I definitely need more help in that matter Despite the fact that my dad passed away more than five years ago, the recent passing of my mom has pretty much brought up those feelings again. I do have family and friends, but I have to confess I'm going to need more help than that, and professional help I will require. Really, there is no shame in asking for professional help if you don't feel that your family or friends are helping enough with what you need. I've had counseling before when I was in college, you know, being new to this environment and to this new part of my life. It has helped me through most of college. So perhaps it's time to revisit that and deal with this new chapter in my life. Let's go to our final original track. This is coming from the game Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. Developed and published by Ninja Theory for the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Series XS Nintendo Switch, and Microsoft Windows. This is Illusion, composed by Ronan Harris, performed by VNV Nation. Each time you get hurt, 
back that was illusion composed by ronan harris performed by veen v nation from their album judgment 
I want to make a note here that in the game itself, it's listed as credits because this song actually plays towards the end of the game, but it's really performed by VNV Nation. I'll be sure to put this in the show notes so that while it is listed in the soundtrack as one thing, you can also find this song outside of the game in an album. Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice is an adventure game that takes place in the late 8th century. You take on the role of Senua, a female warrior who is traveling to a mythical place called Helheim to rescue the soul of her lost lover, Dylan, from the goddess Hela. As Senua fights mobs of monsters and several bosses, she deals with this curse that she calls the Furies, which are basically voices in her head. You learn through the game that Senua's mother also had the same condition, but while Senua thought it was a great curse upon her, her mother felt that it was a great gift. Towards the end of the game, Senua learns to accept the Furies as a part of herself. Now, what makes this game fascinating to play is how it deals with this condition known as psychosis, a mental disorder that makes it hard for one to distinguish what is real and what is not real, and therefore results in these hallucinations and, as Sanu is experiencing, these voices in her head. Reading directly from the Wikipedia on the game itself, lead writer Tamim Antoniades admitted that during his research he didn't have to look very far to discover my own ignorance of the subject. To portray psychosis properly, Ninja Theory consulted world-leading neuroscientists and non-profit organizations like Wellcome Trust to properly capture the experience of psychosis and its devastating effects on the human mind. Antoniades learned that people can experience hallucinations and delusional beliefs without it being a problem. The illness comes when those experiences cause suffering. Often the recovery is not about curing yourself of hallucinations but finding ways to live with them. That was a revelation to me. So throughout the game, you experience what Sonoa is going through as she starts to see these hallucinations that make it indistinguishable from the real and the unreal. And the furies, the voices in her head, make it almost near impossible to help her figure out what's going on and to think clearly of the situation. I'm sure most people don't want to experience the psychosis of what's real and unreal and just hearing this background noise going on in your head. But perhaps by experiencing it, maybe we can have some more empathy for those people that are suffering or just trying to deal with it. For now, let's go ahead and finish this episode with a cover track. This is V&V Nation Illusion Cover Piano by Lara6683.
And welcome back. That was the piano cover of Illusion by Laura6683. A beautiful cover, if I may say so myself. And despite the fact that there are no vocals to this cover, I personally believe that it still captures the essence of this song. This longing for something, for someone to complete or to finish what's been started. I mean, basically a conclusion, a closing to what's been going on. In a sense, I do understand this feeling of closure since here I am trying to deal with the passing of my dad in years past and now more recently that of my mom. I'm aware that grief never fades away, but if I let it fester within me, it could definitely affect my personal health. And as the month of May closes, I think it's a good reminder for all of us, and me included, that if we need professional help, that we do need to seek it without feeling ashamed or guilty for it. I do want to read this one last thing from the Wikipedia page for the video game. When working with experts, the team realized that quite often the illness comes not from the symptoms, but from the stigma, isolation, and mistreatment that comes about from the rest of society. And that's really telling because that is perhaps one of the biggest obstacles that we as society face because it's so easy to make fun of and to downplay these faults, these illnesses that we have. And instead of actually trying to figure out what is the problem, what is the core root of what's going on in this person and to help them directly. So let's be honest with ourselves and me personally. I do plan on seeing a therapist to deal with the grief that I'm going through. And I would hope that when you do feel ready for it, that you yourself will seek a therapist as well. Well, this was definitely a long episode, but I think it's a very important one. I do appreciate you for listening to the end of it all. And I do hope that you do pass this episode on to others that are going through the same things. You can refer them to my website, revgm.com. That's re-vgm.com. There you'll find show notes and track listings for each and every episode, as well as a YouTube playlist so that you can listen to the songs themselves. You'll also find a page called Remix Info that has links to artists' personal websites, social media, and their personal works such as Bandcamp and SoundCloud, and also their support pages like Patreon and Coffee. Another page of interest is Staff News, which has news articles related to video game music, composers, and soundtracks. Page updates as I find them. In addition to my website, you can also subscribe to my podcast in such places as Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Podcast Index, and recently Stitcher. And finally, you can follow me on Instagram at re underscore VGM, where I post links to my episodes as they publish. Now, one more thing before I go is that next month, in the month of June, we'll be having this major event called Masters of VGM. And basically for the whole month, I'll be talking about four composers that I personally believe should be on Mount Rushmore, or basically put on a pedestal. 
Now each week I will be talking about a different composer and we'll be playing lots of music and remixes and covers. So I do hope you will stay tuned and subscribe and listen in. I plan to make another web page for this event. In addition to posting links to those episodes of mine, I'll also have a link to the website itself. And it's from this website that you'll get to see which podcasters are participating in this event so you can listen to their episodes and see who their masters of EGM are. Again, thank you, thank you, and thank you for listening to this episode. Very much appreciated, and especially for subscribing to my podcast. This is your host, Martyrus, and this is ReVGM, a video game music podcast about music that has been remade, reorchestrated, and rearranged. Have a good day, everyone. Be safe, and please don't feel ashamed to seek help.